0: To a special adroit theory brewing showcase episode of
1: brutal battle
0: yes brutal battle it's one of those times that we do a showcase we have one brewery we talk about that brewery um in depth kind of depending on how old they are because i know like when we did the off color one it wasn't really all that in depth because you couldn't find a ton of information plus they were a relatively young brewery but then we try some beers by that brewery as well so this time, like I said, we're doing the brewery, uh, who actually categorized themselves as a nano-brewery, meaning very small output, uh, named Adroit Theory Brewing, and they're out of Purcellville, uh, Virginia. Uh, was started by a man by the name of Mark Osborne. So he used to be a government contractor and then decided, hey, I'm going to start a brewery, a nano-brewery. And you now have Adroit Theory Brewing.
1: And it was actually Mark who commented... Um, that episode came out when we had the... Savor. Savor episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't really sure if the Ortolong...
0: Bunting. bunting
1: was infected or not, and I checked in on Untapped, and there was a comment, and then there was an email exchange, and it was actually Mark who e- emailed me and said, no, those were not the tasting profiles in that particular beer, and you sent us a new one. Two, two new ones, actually. Yeah,
0: two new ones, and and the few other beers, which is why we ended up with... A showcase episode because, hey, if you're going to be nice and send us beers, yeah. then we'll do a showcase for you. Um So it's cool because then it means that the owner is involved, and well, quite and involved.
1: And it's funny because on his email it doesn't say owner or anything. It right. It just says...
0: He's not calling himself out saying like, well, do you know who, who I am? He's just well, like, you know, hey, we'll take care of that. Which is awesome because, I mean, there have been times where we've had issues with products and... Nothing from the breweries, so it's very nice to see a customer service aspect where they're like, Hey, that's not right, we'll make it right. Well and uh, he said and that's
1: great. in his email he said thanks for letting us know. Yeah. Like just very, yeah. very nice email.
0: Very cool. So the the um a in a droit theory, uh, I just kind of looked into that because I was like, you know, what does this mean? What's behind the name, really? And I really couldn't find a whole lot about the, the brewery itself. There, I can only find, like, one article in the Washington Post that was oh, wow. done about this uh, brewery. So there's not a whole lot of info. Um, but a droid, uh, according to definition, is clever or skillful in using the hands or mind. Which I think fits perfectly for doing a brewery, especially a nano-brewery where you're doing small runs of, you know, real interesting, different stuff. Because it means you're very nimble, you're very good with your hands, you're good with your mind. It fits. It makes sense. So, I'm gonna talk some more about Adroit Theory, obviously, but let's do a beer, because we have four of them right here.
1: Do you know anything about their artwork?
0: Um, Yeah, well, we can talk oh. about the artwork real okay. quick. It's all very, I like the artwork a lot. It's very macabre, like yeah, we talked about with yeah. the Ortolan Bunting one. Uh, it's very dark, uh, macabre, and um, kind of can be kind of horrific and unsettling to some people, I could see. But I, I think uh, people who are... I don't know.
1: I'm, are, not, I'm not really into that kind of stuff as much as you yeah. are. I find it just more in- interesting.
0: Well, I like horror films right. and horror culture, so I particularly like the way that they do their artwork. It's appealing to people like myself, but not only that, but it's very intricate. Mm-hmm. Like the actual drawings are, from an artistic standpoint, are very, very well executed. I mean, it's outstanding artwork, in my opinion. But and I, I even though it's not your aesthetic, Rebecca, wouldn't you say that you think it's a really nice, like well, the yeah, drawings are very well it. done?
1: Oh, here on the bottle it says it's from Sterling,
0: Virginia. Well, uh, Purcellville is what my research says.
1: Oh, well, I'm gonna assume they're probably very close yeah probably they're probably like right there okay so our first bottle is two-headed calf it's a farmhouse ale
0: and it actually has a picture of like the skeleton of a actual two-headed calf that you might see in like a museum of curiosities from way back
1: it's 9.3 percent abv
0: and they say it's just a farmhouse ale to yeah. to me that would be an imperial farmhouse ale because that high a ABV screams imperial.
1: Yeah. But I do like on the bottle it tells you what food, cheese and cigar to pair with it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Which oh uh, yeah, we'll read that after we break it down. Yeah,
1: but it's interesting like you hear about I mean nowadays you know we've talked we've had pairing episodes, but mm-hmm. you hear about food, you hear about cheese, but I've never heard of a cigar
0: I have heard maybe, like, of one other brewery offering that kind of information before.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool.
0: So, yeah, it is an interesting thing. And, you know, it's a thing that people like to have some craft beer and smoke a cigar from time to time. So so the coloration uh, of the beer, it's very orange in color, mm-hmm. um, hazy, can't totally see through it. You know, if I put my hand on the other side, I see, like, a blurred version of it. And some big bubbles. Yeah, big, big uh, bubbly carbonation to it. Let's smell it. Get a lot of banana y aspect on the nose.
1: I'm getting some hay.
0: Hay. Yeah, there's a little bit of a biscuity quality to mm-hmm. it on the nose as well. Yeah. Uh, I get a little bit of like a lemon zest kind of tart mm-hmm. uh, kick on the nose.
1: It's just real clean and crisp.
0: Yeah, there's like a cl- crisp finish on the nose. It smells nice. Okay, I'm drinking. Maybe a little bit of like a clove note. On the nose as well, like a very dialed back, subtle clove.
1: Hmm.
0: Ooh. Um. Well, it's a it's more viscous than you would assume a farmhouse to be.
1: I. It almost tastes creamy.
0: Yes. So uh. I like it though. It has a mouth presence almost of a non-pulpy orange juice. Yes. Um. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just not what you would. Uh, associate with a farmhouse ale. I like this. I think it ramps up the um, lemon zest aspect of it. I think it ramps up the banana, and it ramps up the, the breadiness as well.
1: I really like this.
0: It's got a lot of balls to it. Like, a lot of balls. Balls? No, I mean just like, you know. It's like more aggressive than you would assume like, a farmhouse to be.
1: Like real balls.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like being aggressive. It's like mm, it's got okay. balls, man. First, Standing up.
1: At first I thought that's what you meant, then I was like, is this some beer term I'm I'm not familiar with?
0: As I keep sipping on it too, I feel like that citrusy aspect I was saying is lemon is kind of morphing a little more to like an orangey rind aspect. It is good though. And the, I feel like the bananas well rounded out. There yeah. is a little bit of a clovey aspect on the on the flavor as well, kind of like encasing it.
1: I mean, you know, farmhouse style isn't typically like my go, my go to, or I wouldn't you know seek it out. But this is really really enjoyable.
0: Nine percent. I mean, I know it's a little. Eh, I guess it may be around like eight. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, not exactly nine. Well, it's let's good. see what the what it says for the pairings for food pairings. Unagi Wagyu Carpaccio. What
1: what is is that?
0: Uh, I think... Isn't Unagi um, sea urchin? I don't know. I'm Googling it. Wagyu is a specific type of beef, and Carpaccio is the way it's done. It's like thin slices. Um, And then with lotus root. What? (laughs) Who eats this? If anybody wants to make a dish of Unagi Wagyu Carpaccio with lotus root... Feel free what to heck? do so. Uh, the cheeses to pair with it: Capriole, Sophia, and goat cheese. I can see okay. goat cheese being real nice with this. I don't. I'm not familiar with the Capriole. At least we're familiar Sophia. with one
1: thing on this bottle.
0: And then cigars: Nat Sherman and Epoca Perfecto. I don't know cigars at all. Really, had a very short stint in college with cigars. Done. Hmm. This this could be a dangerous beer as far as where the alcohol level is and how easy it is to put down. Um,
1: yes, unagi is the Japanese word for freshwater eel.
0: Mm. Okay, I was I was right about the Japanese aspect and in my mind, and right about sea life. Wagyu. Wagyu is just a specific type of beef. It's from a certain region. So. It has, to, it has to do with the marbling of fat uh, distribution throughout the actual meat itself. You're right. Yeah. It, it's probably, I think it's considered right now to be one of the fattiest, fattiest meats that's, you know, it makes it the most savory because the, yeah. the fat's not all in one area. It's, it's like marbled throughout. It's
1: desired because of its genetic predisposition to intense mar- marbling.
0: Yep. There you go. People love it. That's a good beer. That's a the two-headed calf is a moy Bien. Yeah. I'm a fan. And that was one that they sent. Uh, they had sent three different beers. And so I, we went out and we purchased one just to make it four. Because that's what we always do. We do four different beers for the showcases. So there you go. So you can continue to sip on some more if you would like. don't have to. But before we get to the next one. So a theory we already talked about. Mark and being a nano brewery and all that. So... And what adroit means. But when they started up, uh, the, the idea was to focus on just doing very small runs of interesting beers. And they've done some interesting stuff, apparently, such as this article I found um, said that they did some small batches of some, head, quote, head-scratching beers. Uh, one they did was called Thai Noodle Soup. It was a beer made with sriracha, lemongrass, and ginger. And then there was one called that was a Bloody Mary version, and it was done with tomatoes, celery salt, and horseradish, which is i mean it sounds interesting I don't know I don't know how that would play out to be honest you ha- you have to to be adroit uh in order to make those things work you know so so one thing that I know had been a question for you, Rebecca, early on when we had. Uh, a bottle of a droid theory was what the ghost number is all about oh, yeah so they have they'll have like a bottle number on there since everything's small batch but then they'll also have what they call a ghost number and that corresponds with what batch it is basically like what version of that beer it is so you know basically you can say oh this is you know it's ghost one so it was the first run of this beer and then it'll say the bottle number and oh was bottle 150 of 300 you know whatever so that's what the ghost number means very interesting and also i wanted to say that they do uh what's called trifecta they call it their the trifecta when they release beers they release it in threes and they all share a common theme it's either they all have the same ingredient somehow or they're the same style with different variations on them oh, or something cool. like that. So they don't just release one beer at a time. They'll do the trifecta, cool. as they call it.
1: I like this brewery.
0: It, I mean, it's interesting yeah. what they're doing. It's it's a good concept. So I have a little more information to to give you. So yes, no, this is the beer much. we purchased. Yes, this is the one we purchased. This one is called Triptych. It's an Imperial Saison Brandy Barrel Aged. Ooh. Yes. What's
1: the ABV on that?
0: There is no ABV no. listed on this one. Or if it is, it's extremely mm-hmm. hidden and I just can't find it.
1: Doesn't it say trifecta on the bottle? Does
0: it? I don't, I don't know. know. I can't I, can see it. I can't see it. You're moving the bottle. Yeah, yeah sorry. I'm trying to get this. It's got this cork, cork and cage. He's really nervous for this. Yeah. yeah, we've had we've had a few issues on the show where The cork and cage goes wrong because things come spilling out afterwards. Yes. So this is, so Imperial Saison, so I would assume it's probably like the Two-Headed Calf, because basically, in my opinion, that's an Imperial Saison, but then Brandy Barrel Age. And Adroit Theory focuses on a lot of barrel aging. That's their bread and butter, that's what they try to do most. So it's a lot of small runs of barrel-aged beers, typically and if you go to a liquor store that carries adroit theory like wine world near us that mike john zack manages who's been on the show a few times before they have so many different beers by adroit theory and it's like they'll they'll have like for example they'll have something I didn't specifically see this, but I'm just using it for for example. Say they'll have, you know, two-headed calf, but then they'll have, like, all these versions of two-headed calf. It'll be, like, straight-up two-headed calf, two-headed calf aged in brandy barrels, two-headed calf aged in bourbon barrels, two-headed calf aged in mezcal barrels. Like, just all this stuff. So they're doing a lot.
1: So do they? I'm just, okay, so on this bottle it says they're out of Charlottesville, Virginia.
0: Maybe these are being bottled in different areas.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, okay. Sorry.
0: Okay, so the coloration on this triptych, uh, this one's clear. I can see through that. It's not hazy at all. It's it is very orange, though. Once again, like the two-headed calf was. Uh, it's got a decent, um, like a, sm- a small white head to it. Now let's go ahead hmm. and smell. It. <laughs> Interesting. It's, there's a funkiness in the nose. Like a very okay. small, almost skunky funkiness.
1: Okay, now for some reason it reminds me of a pool. A pool. Yeah, like you walk in, and it's like, but not in a bad way. Not I like I don't
0: see what you're, where you're going with that. Like when I think pool, I think chlorine. Yeah, and but not no, that smell. Yeah, I don't know where you're going I don't there. Know. I get a little bit of a grapeiness on the nose. I don't know. I feel like it's burning
1: my nose. I don't know. A little about... bit of a
0: funk. It's a little ABD skunk funk.
1: Must be really high on this. A little
0: grapiness. Yeah, there is like a little bit of a burn in my nostrils while I'm, I'm smelling it. I'm still
1: trying to find the ABV.
0: I get some of that little banana-y aspect like we were getting in the two-headed calf. I get a little bit of that clove aspect and a little bit of a, yeah, like a lemon zest as well. And, and it's like... kind of bready as well
1: the cork it's in cages and there's like a label over the cage it's just like yeah. the details right. i feel like even when when they sent us the bottles
0: the oh yeah because it was in like a giant box and then within that box were two smaller boxes and within the smaller boxes were two bottles each with like styrofoam that was specifically cut to the size of the, of bottle. the bottles to sit in there's no way that was going to break.
1: But the bo- but the boxes themselves were very ornate with the, yeah, they were they, like they black, and black and white with
0: their marketing and labeling yeah, is outstanding. Like these things look awesome. Yeah. I will say that much.
1: I was like I feel like we need to keep these. We probably did keep. Didn't you keep the boxes? Uh or yeah, I think I them? did. Yeah, I think just I did. Just because one it's great for shipping beer and two it's just so pretty
0: that looks good <laughs>
1: okay sorry back to the drinking
0: um did you smell anything additional past what i already said because no, i just I, laid it you know all
1: what? Out. i feel like it's to me it's kind of nondescript okay i'm getting um a lot of the i can smell the alcohol but that's about it okay i'm tasting
0: yeah taste that i want you to go first what do you taste in this beer
1: definitely brandy
0: It's like grapey, kind of. It is. It, it's like wine grape-ish. I mean, I know it says it's brandy, but... And brandy typically means it's like some other fruit. But I feel like it's got a grapey quality. Like like grape must. Like red grape must in mm-hmm. there with the beer. It's got a bit of an oaky quality to it as well. I can, just... I can taste the alcohol around the edges yeah. on my tongue.
1: This is okay.
0: It's got a bit of a, of like a kind of tart, uh, lemoniness in there. Mm. And I can still get a little bit of that clove type flavor. I still get a little bit of that banana flavor.
1: Yeah. And this is an Imperial Saison. Huh.
0: Yes. Agent Brandy Barrels. Hmm. This is, I mean, I'm not wild about this beer, but is it offensive or anything? No, no. not at all. No, I could see all. someone being a, a decent fan of this. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm just not. Like it's fine. Like I can still drink it, and I probably will continue to drink it. But I don't think I'd seek it out.
1: Ooh, I agree.
0: And here's the great thing about Adroit Theory in that aspect: They're, they do so many small run things that who knows if you're going to see that again. So you that know, could, so if people that, but don't, that could
1: be bad. <laughs>
0: Well, it could be bad if you love it, but it's good from their standpoint because if it, if there's a beer like that where people are just like, oh, yeah, not feeling it. Well, I mean, no
1: harm, no foul. There's... There wasn't
0: a ton of it in the first place, and, you know, you just don't do it again.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, there's a lot of different layers of flavor, but I personally can't really, like, pick anything out.
0: Like... I, I think everything I laid out, it's there. And it's all in Like, case. I definitely am
1: getting the grape. Yeah, If you did not mention the grape, I don't, I, well, clearly I didn't pick anything out on this Mm -hmm. one. Um,
0: It's interesting because I'm not, I'm not very familiar with uh, barrel aging on a farmhouse ale or saison, however you want to say it. Um, So it's just an interesting try. So before we go to the next beer, um, I'll just let you know a few other things and then we'll just finish out the last two beers because... Like I said, there's not, like, a ton of information.
1: And remind me when they started.
0: Uh, oh, I didn't say oh, it. Oh, okay. Good point. Uh, they're a two-year-old brewery at this point. Oh, wow. So they have not been around all that long.
1: Uh, I was like, either you said it and I forget already, or you didn't say it.
0: So I, I wanted like, wow. to... Uh, they do have, a like, a society. Oh, cool. Like, some breweries do these societies yeah. where, you know, you can get, like, extra special beers and they'll ship to you. So they have one called the Black Heart Society and they ship within Virginia for that and yeah so i don't know too many details about it but yeah that's it and then i just wanted to read uh what's on tap currently oh, when we're recording this nice. just to give people an idea of like how many things they have on tap at a time and also what it's like like the the wider yeah the wide range because we're only trying four beers here um so they have a cucumber melon saison
1: Ooh, that sounds real good, especially for the summer.
0: Imperial Saison. Another Imperial Saison that's Southern Cross. I'm assuming that's having to do with the Southern Cross hops oh, okay. is what they're using in it. They have a Imperial Saison that's peach with sriracha.
1: Peach sriracha?
0: Yep. They have a tequila barrel-aged wheat wine.
1: Interesting.
0: They have an Imperial Black Saison. They have a they have two headed calf Black saison. Yeah, there are a few out there. Okay, I'm like never the first one that. I first one I had was Stillwater. You've had it. I've had it. Okay. A saison darkly by uh, Stillwater. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, I'm Very good.
1: Terrible with remembering what I've had.
0: They have a hoppy saison. They have another straight up imperial saison. Um, another imperial saison. An imperial wheat. A neutral oak barrel aged wheat wine. A session IPA.
1: I'm say I haven't really seen any. I haven't heard anything real hoppy.
0: Yeah, but you know it's just such an IPA. They have an old ale, a barley wine, barrel aged barley wine. It doesn't say what barrel though. Anniversary blend. They have a bourbon barrel aged wheat wine. They have a aquavit aged barrel aged wheat wine. I don't even know what aquavit is, but moving on. Uh, they have a double IPA barrel aged in mezcal barrels. What? Yep. They have an imperial porter. They have a caramel macchiato milk stout. I want to try that. Yeah. They have a bourbon barrel-aged milk stout.
1: I want to try that.
0: They have a Russian Imperial stout. They have a Russian Imperial stout bourbon barrel-aged. They have the Ortolan Bunting, which is an American strong ale aged in Armagnac barrels. And they have an English-style barley wine aged in maple syrup whiskey barrels. What? So...
1: That's that's a huge tap list.
0: 24. Holy cow. And especially for it to be...
1: Only two years old?
0: Well, that, and also to be such specialized beers, and a lot of barrel-aged beers. Like, barrel-aged... Barrel-aging takes real time, you know, so...
1: They, well, they must have, like, started and, like, barrel-aged stuff before they even opened.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta have the product yeah, before it comes like out. Like a lot
1: of stuff. I wonder how I wonder how long each beer is in yeah. the barrel.
0: Although they may have started with just their more base stuff. Like the next beer we're gonna have, actually, okay. I'll just move into it. Is their bays b a y s, which stands for black as your soul. And um, oh, I didn't comment on what was on the uh, oh. the the picture of the the triptych. Uh, the triptych actually has a death's head moth on it which is the moth most uh, easily associated with Silence of the Lambs, um, and with, like, some really cool geometry around it. Uh, so the bays, the black is your soul, which is an imperial stout, straight-up imperial stout. Okay. Which is what I was saying, like, maybe they started with stuff like this. Okay. Which, you know, you didn't do any barrel aging yet, and then once they started selling that, then they then started barrel the barrel aging. aging. Um, but this bays uh, actually has, it's like a um, a more... Artistic version of the mm-hmm. death's head moth that looks like what are like those ink blots that people,
1: oh, yeah, when you're under like psychological testing, yeah, they're like, What do you <laughs> what, see what in this, this ink
0: blot? It kind of looks like that, but it's in the shape of that death's head, death head moth. Yeah, you can it's really see pretty, skull. With like there's
1: a skull,
0: looks awesome, yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, for the triptych, we didn't give any pairings because there aren't any on the oh, bottle, yeah. just yeah. so you know, uh, but there are for this one, and we'll get to that once we give it a go. I would assume you're going to be real excited about this one because I'm, it's an imperial yeah. stout.
1: And I'm sorry, did you say the AB? Uh,
0: nope, I didn't. Thanks for keeping me on track.
1: Gosh, what do what would you do without me?
0: I know, ten percent.
1: Ten percent. Oh my god,
0: this <laughs> is so. going to be a long night for Rebecca. There you go. I'll only put pour you a yeah, little for now.
1: I'm such a lightweight. Hopefully, oh, you like it. Look at that, like juicy head on it. <laughs>
0: Okay, so it looks like an Imperial Stout. Very, very dark. Can't see through it. A little bit of a brownish, reddish around the outside.
1: Perfect amount of head. Perfect, like, big bubbles on top.
0: Mm. Very tan brown head to it. What do you smell?
1: um, I'm definitely getting, like, some roasty malt characteristics. And I get a little hop. I get some hop presents.
0: Yeah, actually, it's a good point. It's a little
1: hoppier than. Most stouts, actually.
0: There's a bit of a citrusy hop coming through on the nose. Uh, I can smell some roasty coffee. Yeah. And uh, maybe a tad bit of a soy sauce tinge okay. on the nose that you sometimes get with stouts. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is significantly more hopped the way it smells than mm. I thought it would be.
1: It's nice. A lot of that roastiness coming through.
0: Real roasty. Mm. Real roasty. Getting a little bit of coffee with that. And Now, when I'm saying roasty on this flavor, it's more of like real roasty malt. Yeah. Not roasted coffee as much. There's a little bit of a roasted coffee, but it's a lot of not, like roasty yeah, malt. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not, I'm not really getting any coffee per se.
0: There's it's a little good. bit of a dark chocolate.
1: And it's, it, I think it's real bitter smooth. on the finish.
0: It's smooth. It's
1: smooth. To I, I quote Ross,
0: I, it's smooth.
1: Um, But it's um has a bitter finish.
0: Mm-hmm. Or is like some like you know dark bitter chocolate yeah. aspect to this it. Is nice, and the hops are there. Like the hops are yeah. very present. There's a little bit of a citrusy tinge on like encapsulating each sip.
1: I would not guess this is ten percent. Like this could get you in trouble.
0: What would I say on the seven? Tastes like a seven, maybe seven and a half. Uh, I'd
1: probably go eight, but not okay. ten. not ten. ten.
0: This is really good. Yeah. I feel like that deep roastiness along with the dark chocolate aspects and then the hop quality. Yeah. I feel like those things balance each other out really well. If you have, if you don't have one of those components, I feel like something gets out of kilter Yeah, and this is just, it's well crafted. Very good. That's danger. (laughs) That's dangerous. Oh my gosh.
1: You really could drink a lot and be sorry.
0: For real. So let me go ahead and read right now the uh, the pairings that they suggest with this. So for food, coffee cocoa crusted Angus beef strip loin.
1: Yes, please.
0: Uh-huh. Mm.
1: I wish we had, I wish with the beers they sent us a pre-made meal.
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Oh, that's a great know. business idea. I I was just going to say that. Beer and or wine or whatever with, with a meal. meal. Oh, that's neat. Someone get on that.
1: Because they have all those, like, Blue Apron type things yeah. like that now. Um, we did just try... What did Sun try? Basket. Sun Basket last yeah. week. I thought that was good. Good food, yeah. But if they would have sent us a bottle of beer with our meal...
0: Even better. Oh Kicks God. it up a notch. Breweries out there, uh, get in contact with some of these companies yeah. and see if you can pair for, with them for an extra option of beer yeah, with it like or for, wine or for whatever. For an
1: upcharge of whatever. Yeah. We'll send you the beer with it.
0: That's genius. Oh, it's, it's genius.
1: It could be a great, like, date night.
0: Yeah, definitely. So this one, uh, the beige, uh, black is your soul. Uh, we already told oh. you the food pairing. Cheese, gistost. Gish it's a Norwegian goat cheese. I don't
1: know, you we're going to get emails about how you're butchering yeah, of us. Yeah, that's
0: fine. And then the c- <laughs> that's fine. C- cigar, it says burger and Argentis and Tubar hmm. Cigar. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm sorry. I'm probably butchering every single name. I'm I
1: really like that. Yeah, I that's, just think like oh, the so artwork, good. the name, just it kind of just awesome. it's just it's really cool. Okay, so that's
0: one of their beers that I've seen a lot of variations on, like bourbon oh, really? barrel, rum barrel, <sighs> you know, stuff like that.
1: That mm-hmm. bourbon barrel, yeah. Oh man,
0: I just I want every variant now, like all the the barrel aging on that Black is it your soul. It would be really
1: cool, yeah, to do a tasting of all of them side by side. Hey,
0: maybe that could be an episode at yeah. some point.
1: Kind of really mm. get the intricacies.
0: So we're going to end now oh. with the final beer, and it is oh. the one that kind of made all of this possible. Yeah. <laughs> in a sense. I'm excited
1: um, to try this again. The
0: whole happy accident thing on our part. Uh The Ortolan bunting, which we had on one of our Saver episodes, that that one was infected, and then Rebecca was, you know, she ended up putting that information out on Untapped, and Mark Osborne, um... Very nicely contacted us and was like, hey, let me make this right. So this is the, should be the true representation of what Ortolan Bunting's supposed to be. Fingers crossed. And to remind everyone, Ortolan Bunting is an American strong ale aged in Armagnac barrels. Armagnac's basically kind of like a type of brandy, but it's more rare than a regular brandy, and it's from a specific area of France. So, yeah. And this is the one that has, like, the drowning bird Uh on it. Very, very dark. Uh, ABV, I'm not forgetting this okay. time 9.1% called oh by line. And does this one have pairings? This one does not have pairings on it Does not. Now
1: where does this one say it was Okay, it's, this one says Sterling, Virginia
0: It seems that it's only their 22 ounces That they have the pairings listed So Oh, okay These are smaller, two of them The Triptych and the Ortolan Bunting are in smaller bottles Alright Myself a little bit of this Ortolan. Can I have your glass? Oh, yeah. Has it been rinsed? Uh, yeah. Yes, it was. Okay, so here you go. A little Ortolan bunting for you. I'm like really nervous about this. I know I'm nervous too. Cause I I'm just like, please don't be impacted. Please don't be. Well,
1: because then I'm like, oh my gosh, what if it was not infected before? And then... No, it
0: definitely was. I mean, Mark even confirmed. You put yeah. the notes on untapped. On, on he said it's definitely not what it was supposed to be.
1: funny because I have his tasting notes.
0: Oh, uh, well, don't tell me. Okay, I'm not.
1: But I already am, like, picking out what he said. So,
0: the coloration, it's like a dark brown. There's a little bit of a reddish brown around the edges. You can't oh. see through it, you know, so... Um, just on the edges you can kind of see. There's a little bit of a, of a tan, light tannish head to it as well. So let's go ahead and smell. Ooh.
1: What do you get? I get... Okay. I picked it out right away, but I don't know if it's just... The
0: nose smells like Bananas Foster.
1: Okay, that's not what Mark said.
0: Like, there's some, there's like some, some slight cocoa nib. There's a bit of a banana-y note. There's some caramel. Some oaky quality. A little vanilla.
1: I I can only smell what he it's put in there. It's definitely banana because I feel like it's so in your face. Can I, I can definitely
0: you? smell the spirit in there, like a higher ABV. It's tickling my nostrils a little bit. It's so there's a little bit of an astringency on the nose because of that that spirit I can get. But I I'm telling you it it actually smells to me like a baked banana with chocolate and caramel. Okay. And then a little bit of oak and vanilla.
1: See, I'm just like...
0: Taming. And raisin. There's a little bit okay. of a raisin quality on there. Because
1: I had just read this email before we started recording. And I'm staring at it now. It,
0: it doesn't. It, uh, before you say it, does it break down the aroma versus the flavors? Yes. Okay, good. Then go ahead and say the aroma, what we should get.
1: Green apple. That's like all I get.
0: Okay, I, I can see it. But green apple is... Oh... Did he say something about it oxidizing quite a bit? Yeah. Okay. Acetylaldehyde ha- is, is something that, that happens in beer that smells like green apple. So I guess this is an intentional um, use of acetylaldehyde in the beer.
1: It's a, he says that would give the it a proper beer is heavily apple. oxidized from the extended barrel aging. I don't
0: get a ton of green
1: what apple. Green apple nose. I don't know. To me, that's all I get. But I think it's just because the seed was planted.
0: Yeah. The more I keep swirling it and smelling it, the more I'm, I'm getting that what I assume is the armagnac, because the the that spirit nose just keeps is. getting stronger and stronger. But it smells good.
1: I think I have no nose hairs anymore.
0: All right, well let's try it. A lot of spirit, Ooh. a lot of spirit to it. That is, it tastes strong
1: it... with with
0: the alcohol. What I is can this? taste it,
1: this. Tastes like it could be like 14.
0: Mm-hmm. I, like it does taste really hot. nine I get the green apple on the flavor as soon as I, I take a few sips of that beer, my face gets warm. It's like a wave of warmth over your face. There's a little bit of a soapy quality to the beer. A tad bit of a soapiness, which I think is coming from that astringency Ooh. from the barrel.
1: This is definitely going to warm you up.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would, this would be something you'd want to drink.
1: On a cold winter night.
0: Yeah, exactly. That would, that would definitely do it. There's almost like there's a saltiness to it, in my opinion. And maybe a little bit of, like, a soy sauce aspect, which I think goes hand in hand with the saltiness. Just trying to see.
1: Oof.
0: I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge fan.
1: It. I'm it just I feel like, like punches me in the face. Yeah.
0: It's... The alcohol seems very excessive to me uh and I don't think there's enough
1: But fl- it's not it's only 9.
0: Well, I know. And that's the thing like for me I don't really like it when it tastes way more alcoholic than it is. Yeah. And that's one of the things that's happening with this beer. It tastes very astringent. I feel like you have to have a lot more um a lot more uh strong underlying soft flavors to balance out that astringency. And that's not there for me. Uh, The green apple aspect, I'm getting it. Do I like it in there? Not really. Um, And I get, like I said, I get a little bit of a soapy quality to it. This does confirm to me that the, uh, the other one was definitely, definitely infected because that one was all sorts of crazy and sour and nasty um, this one is not that, uh, you, you get a lot of the spirit and I feel like it's all about the Armagnac and that green apple aspect in this one, uh, which I'm just not a fan of. Um, I mean, I feel bad cause they sent this beer, b- yeah. but I'm just, I'm just gonna not read, big on it. I'm
1: just going to read Mark's tasting notes. Okay. Um, chocolate, coffee, roast, caramelized sugar, dried fruit and sweet brandy finish.
0: Okay. I could, I, I can't. I, if I'm really really reaching for it, I can get the slightest tinge of chocolate, and I can get a little bit of that coffee. I can get a little coffee in there if it's like a like a very roasty watered down coffee like maybe it's like a a bold roast coffee coffee, but it's been like watered down so much that it's like thin.
1: Yeah, I feel like what I can appreciate about this beer is the complexity of all the flavors. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it just, it tastes like, like I said, like 11, 12 percent.
0: There's so Um, much of that barrel influence on the beer. You have to be good with getting a lot of spirit astringency. And I just, for me, it doesn't work. It's not my thing. Although... I will say that uh, listener Colin hikes. I had talked to him about Adroit Theory because he's had some of their stuff, and he said he loves the Ortolan Bunting. Oh, for that, so world.
1: yeah, you know,
0: different depends, strokes for yeah. different folks.
1: I mean, I, I could see why people like this. Yeah, um, and and that's
0: the thing. It I think it's more of a beer for people who are into spirits.
1: Right. We don't. Have for a lot me, of
0: I'm not into spirits. Do I like a hint of spirits in some of my beers? Yeah. Do I like this much spirit in a beer? Absolutely not. It's just not for me. Not that's my a good thing. Point. Sorry, uh, this is this is more. <laughs> this doesn't taste so much to me like a beer with spirit barrel aging. It tastes more like a spirit, a barrel aged spirit with a, a splash of beer put into it. Yeah, and that's wow. just not my my thing. But but like I like we have said, um, there's some other things here that we did enjoy.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: overall, I mean, what are your thoughts about a Adroit Theory? What you've learned about a Adroit Theory in these beers?
1: Well, I think we have two really, really strong offerings with the Black is Your Soul and the Two-Headed Calf. Yeah. I really like Mm -hmm. those two. The other two, were I mean, they were good. I could appreciate what they are, but for me, and I kind of think, we kind of have some of the same type of palettes. Yeah. Um, Not my thing. Um, But I would be really interested in trying more from them, because I think they're really doing some interesting things.
0: Well, and here's the other thing. Well here, A few things to point out. I I am most fan of the Two-Headed Calf and the Black is Your Soul, mm-hmm. as you are. And it's funny because the straight styles are the ones that we like more yeah. over the barrel-aged beers. And maybe part of that is that both of those are basically brandy barrel-aged. And maybe we're just not big on the brandy barrel-aged. Maybe. So, I do like
1: bourbon barrel-aged beers. Yeah.
0: So maybe... Oh, um that's interesting. We, need, we just need to try some different barrel-aging. Yeah. And like you said, you know, if we can get a hold of it, maybe it'd be cool to do an episode where we take, like, the black is your soul and get a bunch of different barrel versions and just yeah. do them, like, one after the other to see how that plays well, out. I think
1: it's interesting, yeah, to kind of... I always think it's interesting to try, like, what, what, you know, the, the base beer, and then if you do things... Because I feel like that's how I learn what oh this is what this tastes like in a beer mm-hmm. this is what this yeah. type of barrel aging brings to the be- you know the flavors to the beer so yeah pretty cool I just yeah. think it's you know I just think they're doing some really interesting things
0: yeah um actually this the the Ortolan bunting as I keep sipping on it like that spirit how strong it is it is giving me a salty quality on the finish it's weird
1: yeah I'm interested to see how these warm up if they are.
0: Yeah. Uh, So let's go ahead and rank them. Uh, Do you want me to go first or do you want to go? Go ahead. I think we know kind of how it's going to be. I think it might be the same. But my ranking is first the Black is Your Soul Imperial Stout. I'm a fan of that one. Love it, actually. That's really good. Uh, The Two-Headed Calf, uh, I'm going to call it Imperial Farmhouse Ale. That is quite good. Very surprising. Very interesting. Then, after that, I'd say the uh, Triptych, which is the brandy barrel aged uh, Imperial Saison. That one is interesting, but not quite my bag. Uh, And then, last, the Ortolan Bunting, which is the strong ale aged in Armagnac barrels. It's just. That one's not for me. I would not seek it out again. Mm. How about you?
1: I'm not playing by these rules. Whatever. I do what I want, and I'm just doing. (laughs) I'm just doing the two-headed calf and the black as your soul as my top two. And the okay. other two are as my bottom two.
0: That's fine.
1: Because I, you know, sometimes it's really hard to kind of differentiate.
0: Because what mood are you in? Yeah. What mood because, are you going to be right. in? Right.
1: Yeah. Because I can appreciate the farmhouse for like a lighter style. I really like that. But then the black is your soul. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really like them both the same for different, you know, reasons. So.
0: But let me put it to you this way. We stop recording. What's the first one you reach for?
1: It's the farmhouse. Really, the two-headed yeah. calf.
0: Nice. For me, it's going to be the black is your yeah. soul, um, which and, is
1: kind of weird for me.
0: And then we we stop recording, and I I go to pour one in your glass between the triptych and the Ortolan bunting. Which do you hope I pour between those two, <laughs> if it has to be one of them? Um.
1: Well, probably the triptych one because yeah. I forget what it, well, I forget what it tastes like, okay. and I still have the ortolon Bunting in my glass.
0: So that would lead me to believe, potentially, that your ranking would be two-headed calf, black as your soul, triptych, Ortolong Bunting. Okay. That makes sense.
1: Well, if that's how, if that's how you want to say it.
0: I tricked you into giving a yeah, ring.
1: <laughs> you rat bastard. That's
0: what I do. Anyway, uh this was interesting. Uh, thank you so much to Adroit Theory Brewing. Yes, thank you, Mark. Mark Osborne, you're the man. Thank and you shout so out to much. Nancy,
1: because she was the one that makes sh- made sure everything got shipped.
0: Well thank you, Nancy. Uh, does Nancy have a last name? Mm. No? Oh, I'll take too long to I mean, figure, figure I'm that sure one Nancy out. Nancy
1: does have a last name.
0: Nancy, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody uh you know, if you ever go to a droid theory or hear anything about droid theory, Mark and Nancy, cool peeps. Uh And here's the other thing about this. Like I was saying, like, there's so much out there to try of their stuff that if you try something and you don't like it, just kind of, you just keep going. Because you're just, I feel like you're just going to find stuff that you do like. And like we were saying, like, this black is your soul. Crazy good. Two-headed calf, really good as well. I mean, nice. Anyway.
1: I think it's Nancy L.,
0: Nancy
1: I don't have a lot of time. All right.
0: Nancy Al. Like I said, you know who you are, so, yeah. Anyway, Rebecca, does this make you want to have any more Adroit Theory beers? Try more of their stuff? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. I definitely want to try some more of the barrel. I want to get some of the bourbon. Yeah, bourbon. Really want to try the bourbon barrel stuff. So, anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Rebecca, for participating. Mm-hmm. Thank you, once again, Adroit Theory, for being cool and sending beers in. Other breweries out there, hint, hint, you can do the same. So, at any rate, uh, everybody go out, drink a beer, think of us, and then email us. Yeah, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Give us some ideas on whatever you want. But until next time, everybody, please remember to keep it brutal. brutal.